Thank you, Jesus. O raging tempest. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul is thirsty again, Jesus. My soul thirsts to know you as I'm known. My soul thirsts to know you better and better this morning. Lord, I come into your presence to magnify the one who is King of kings and Lord of lords, to magnify who, the one who is master of the universe, to magnify the one who is the hope of the nations the creator of all things, the one who created the heavens and the earth, created all the powers in the universe. My soul magnifies you this morning, ancient of days, Alpha and Omega. My soul magnifies you, Lord. Be glorified forevermore. You are who you are, Lord. You are the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Father, you do not change. And scripture says because of that, we can be sure. We can be confident coming into your presence. My soul magnifies you. Father, thank you because you are faithful. Thank you because you are holy. Thank you because you are righteous be glorified forevermore. As we spend this time in your presence, reading your word this morning, we ask, Lord, once again, grant us wisdom and understanding. Lord, help us to learn in your presence and cause your name to be glorified once again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in. To devotion this morning, I am Morphe Eyenike. So yesterday, we started reading the book of Acts and we stopped on chapters 3. Chapters 3, we saw Peter and John going into the temple and, you know, healing that man that was uh, placed by, that, by the gates beautiful. You know, so such a a beautiful place you would have thought the beautiful gate but his life was not beautiful you agree right <laughs> a lame man <laughs> but we see what the power of god can do it brought beauty into his life and i pray each one of us as we read the word of god and get to know god better and better we will continue to experience beauty in our lives in jesus name I say thank you to everyone, whatever platform you are joining me on, Daily Devotional with Pastor Murphy, on Anchor, on Spotify, Facebook, WhatsApp. God bless you. Let's continue this morning. So we continue from chapters 3. Peter and John had just healed this man and he was holding tightly to them. That is in verse 11. So from verse 12, Acts chapter 3 from verse 12, uh, Peter saw this opportunity and addressed the crowd, people of Israel. He said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made this man walk, walk by our own power or godliness? For it is 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servants by doing this. Okay? If it's done in the name of Jesus, who does the healing, the Father, big blessings, for it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him. You rejected this holy, righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. Hmm. I don't know what would be sufficient to watch away this guilt from the nation of Israel. It was terrible. I don't know whether you remember the account when Pilate was doing everything. He was trying to do everything to release Jesus. But the people demanded, let the curse be upon us and our, our children. I can even understand you saying, let the curse be upon you. But your children, children who don't know anything, who are innocent, generations to come were going to suffer because of, because of those words. It says, and instead demanded the release of a murderer. Verse 15, you killed the author of life. But God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses. We are witnesses of this fact. Fact. Okay? Facts. Proving. It could be it could be empirically proven the fact of, that they killed Jesus. Hmm? That Jesus died on that cross. Empirically could be could be proven. True faith in the name of Jesus. This man was healed, and you know how crippled he was. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before, you, before your very eyes. Faith in the name of Jesus has healed him before your very eyes. Friends, I realize that what you and your, your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance, but God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. These things are written in the Old Testament. Okay? I hope you realize that until this time, what everybody is quoting is, old, is what we call Old Testament. Eh? <laughs> it's what we call Old Testament. Um... All the books of the Bible had not, had not been written. I think the first book of the Bible written was the book, well, I think it was the book of, of, of the first gospel that was written was the book of Mark. Okay? Uh, Paul wrote his own, majority of his own letters 
before the God major, some of the Gospels were written. Okay, so when Peter is quoting, he's quoting from the Jewish writings, from their own scriptures. And that is what he is referring to. Hmm? As God promised long ago through his holy prophet. You just have to go check it out. Eh? And you'll see that yes, God promised Israel a Messiah was going to come and redeem the nation from all their oppressors. 22, Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Everyone in Israel knows that. Eh? God was going to raise up for them a prophet. Moses said, like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. So the question is, had that prophet come? Ah, they all usually will agree that no. So check out Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 19, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 29. Anyone who will not listen to that prophet must be completely cut off from, from the nation of Israel. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. Starting with Samuel. You are the children of these prophets and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. All the families on the earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant Jesus, he sent him first, first to you people, you people of Israel, to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. I think I would love to read that 25 and 26 again. It says, you are the children of those prophets and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, through your descendants, all the families genesis chapter 12 that god told abraham i'm going to bless you and i'm going to make you a blessing through you all the families on earth will be blessed genesis chapter 12 it says all the families on earth will be blessed when god raised up his servant jesus he sent him first to you people of israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. In other words, Peter is simply connecting all of this back to Abraham. Most of them will claim to be children of Abraham. Hallelujah. All right, let's move to our next chapter, chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, Peter and John before the council. While Peter and John were speaking, Peter and John were speaking to the people they were confronted by the priests, the captains of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. And these leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus, that through Jesus there is resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, they put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of men who believed now totaled about 
thousand. Hmm. You see, the movement is growing, right? First, initially, it was three thousand. Um, now, within a short time, the men only were over five to about five thousand. Verse five says, "The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met, met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest." Uh, these two people, Annas and Caiaphas, you know, they've been exchanging high priests between the two of them, right? <laughs> Annas, the high priest, was there along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priests. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, by what power or in, or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. So what is Peter using to speak now? You're, you're correct. Dunamis. Yes. Filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Dunamis. Boldness. Courage. Okay? Even though he was unlearned, unschooled in the scripture, he's speaking with clarity. He says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of our people are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man do you want to know how he was healed let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of israel that he was healed by the powerful name of jesus christ the nazarene the man you crucified, <laughs> but whom God raised from the dead. <laughs> this Peter self is looking for trouble. He <laughs> says, the man whom you crucified, eh? you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, you see, you see how how much Peter's understanding has, has blossomed. He says, Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, the stones that, the, that, that you build as rejected has now become the cornerstone. Psalm 118 verse 22. These guys will know that these guys are unlearned. <laughs> so they were not taught in any religious school. But, but to be speaking and bringing out the scriptures with so much clarity and application, something is going on here. The stone that you build as rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Hmm. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness. When they saw, they saw dunamis. Eh? Most times, eh? you can't see the effects of excursia. <clears throat> Sorry, you can see the effects, but you can't usually see it. Eh? How it is working, you can't see. But dunamis, you can see. When somebody is bold and charging at you, you that's dunamis. Eh? And that is usually what the enemy has. Hmm? When the enemy is doing gra gra, the enemy is charging and you are afraid. But you must remember that what you use to confront the enemy every time 
is Escusia. A good example is your traffic warden. Do you see the power coming out of the hand of the traffic warden that stops the trailer, that stops the, the taxi driver? Do you see the power? No, you don't see it. Yeah, but look, there is power in the uniform that he's wearing. <laughs> it is Escusia. Hallelujah. So they saw, they saw, they might not be able to see the Escusia that Peter was carrying, but they could see Dunamis. Eh, they saw the boldness of Peter and John. He says the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council, nothing the council could say. No one argues with, with clear evidence, right? This is beyond all reasonable doubts. Nothing the council could say. 15. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men? They asked. Uh, each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in, in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? What do you think? <laughs> do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot tell, we cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lamed for more than 40 years. Everybody eh, was talking about it. They couldn't deny this one. Let's go on. The believers pray for courage. They prayed again for dunamis, Aha. A, a fresh infilling. So you see, the excusia will not, do not leave you. Unless you can be unaware that it's there, but it is given to you. Given to everyone in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. But you see, dunamis, oftentimes there needs to be a refill. Uh -huh. There needs to be a refill. And so you see the disciples, the disciples, the apostles, they will pray again and they will be filled with the Holy Spirit again. They were not being refilled with excusia, with authority. No. They were being refilled with power, with boldness. Hallelujah. I hope by now you should understand it, right? <laughs> so, Acts, let's continue. Chapter 3, Acts chapter 4, uh, verse 23 now. See, as soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voice together 
lift all the believers lifted their voice together in prayer to God, O sovereign God, creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. Okay? You find that in Psalm 2, verse 1 and 2. They've gathered against the Christ, the anointed one. Okay? So, very important. God, even in the Old Testament, says they've gathered against the Lord and his anointed one. And against his Messiah. Okay? So, even in the Old Testament, you see Jesus already being mentioned there. In fact, 27, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentile, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O oh Lord, now, O oh Lord, look at their prayer, a very, 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 very specific and clear prayer. They ask God, and now, O oh Lord, hear their threats, and give us, your servant, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preach the word of God with boldness. I love this. Okay? So, you need to understand what is happening to them. They were not, Escusia was not authority, was not being given to them every time that they prayed, every time they prayed. Escusia is settled once and for all by the death of Jesus, by Jesus, by the death of Jesus on the, on the cross of Calvary. Okay? His blood is the guarantee that Escusia will work. Okay? But boldness, power, is a much different thing. Uh, sometimes as we use it, sometimes as we are confronted in life, life situation, it's us hard. Okay? And uh, sometimes, you know, we need to then pray like the disciples came together here and prayed and asked for a fresh infilling. Now let's continue. The believers shared their possessions. Since all the believers were united in hearts and mind, in hearts and mind, and they feel they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them, because those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. It, what that tells you is that they have accepted the system that Jesus had brought. Okay? Because what should have happened if anyone was doing any giving like that would should have been to take it to the temple. 
okay? To take it to the temple. And usually in scriptures, we are only very, very careful. We, there's something we call in Bible school, we call it the law of first mention. When something is mentioned for the first time, usually you pay attention because it is telling you about a precedence. Something that is about to take effect. Okay, so here we see that for the first time, people, of course, most likely it was already happening during the time of Jesus. Those women, the women who were traveling with him, took care of Jesus. They took care of Jesus from their own possession. They were not necessarily taking it to the temple anymore. But now, after Jesus had been raised from the dead, this is the first time we see it mentioned. He said, and bring the money to the apostles to, to give to those in need. For instance, there was Joseph, the, the one the apostles nicknamed Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He was, the, he was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus. He sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles. Remember that he is the one that just missed out being, a, being an apostle together with Matthias. Okay? But very important this morning, I noticed that he is from the tribe of Levi. Notice that because the tribe of Levi is the one, they are the ones who, who qualify to collect, to collect the tax, to collect the offerings of the people. But here, Levi, the son of Levi, decided to pay tithes, understanding what Jesus handed over to them. In other words, the law has changed. And as soon as there is a change of the law, then there must be a change of the system that was running before. Okay, so you can't bring us into the New Testament and tell us that we must stand on the laws, the system of the Old Testament. Hallelujah. All right, let's move to our next chapter, um, Ananias and Sapphira, Acts chapter 5. It says, but there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife, Sapphira, sold some property. He brought some of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? Why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit, and you kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not sell, as you wished. And after selling itself, eh, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God. Bigo, this one is big. <laughs> the money was always yours to give away. You could have decided to give one percent. You could have even decided not to give anything. But you see, this line was not to us. You were lying to God, they told Ananias. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. Everyone who heard about it was terrified. Then some young men got up, wrapped him in sheets and took him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. I don't know how, how, how that was possible. But it's, of course, that's the account we have. He says, 
she not knowing what had happened, Peter asked her, was this the price you and your husband received for your land? Yes, she replied, that was the price. And Peter said, how could the two of you even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this? The young men who buried your husband are just outside the door and they will carry you to out. Oh, sorry, and they will carry you out too. Instantly, she fell to the floor and died. When the young men came in and saw that she was dead, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who had what had happened. Okay? Let's move on. The apostles healed many many the apostles were performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people and all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as solomon's colonnade but no one else dared to join them even though all the people had high regards for them they were meeting in the temple not in church <laughs> because there are times when we seem to we, we seem to conflict the word of god yes we seem to conflict the word of god and not understand they were not meeting in the temple they were not meeting in church yet or any building they call church they were meeting in the temple but no one joined them okay he said they heard them in high regards 14 says yet more and more people believed and were brought to the lord crowds of both men and women as as a result of the apostles' work, sick people were brought out into the streets on beds and mats so that Peter's shadow might fall across some of them as he went by. Crowds came from the village, villages around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits, and they were all they were all healed. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that that's a template. Oh. <laughs> that's a template we should, now, we should now be using as if Peter has now, has now become a god. In fact, okay, so uh, Peter's shadow, as if Peter has now become a god. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, God, is the one who decides how miracles happen, okay? How is it to express our faith? Next, the apostles meet opposition. The high priest and his officials, who were Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But an angel of the Lord came at night, opened the gates of the jail and brought them out. Then he told them, go to the temple and give the people this message of, <clears throat> this message of life. So at daybreak, the apostles entered the temple as they were told and immediately began teaching. When the high priest and his officials arrived, they convened the high council the full assembly of the elders of Israel. Then they sent for the apostles to be brought from the jail for trial. But when the temple guards went to the jail, the men were gone. So they returned to the council and reported the jail was securely locked with the guards standing outside. But when we opened the gates, no one was there. When the captain of the temple guards and the, and the leading priests had this, they were perplexed, wondering where it would all end. Then someone, someone arrived with startling news. The men you put in jail are standing in the temple teaching the people. The captain, the captain went with his temple guards and arrested the apostles, but without violence. 
for they were afraid the people would stone them. Then they brought the apostles apostles before the high council, where the high priest confronted them. We gave you strict orders never again to teach in in this man's name, he said. Instead, you have filled all Jerusalem with your teaching about him, and you want to make us responsible for his death. You are responsible, God. But Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than any human authority. Verse 30, the God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on the cross. Then God put him in the place of honor at his right hand as prince and savior. Did you see that? He did this so the people of Israel would repent of their sins and be forgiven. We are witnesses. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, who is given by God to those who obey Him. Hallelujah. All right, so let's stop here today. Like I said, uh, we will not be doing chapter by chapter. It is Acts of the Apostles. So we are stopping on Acts chapter 5, verse 32. Father, we say thank you this morning. Lord, we have learned loads. Help us to do your word. Help us to be proof, proofs that you live again. Holy Spirit, we hand over our lives to you today. We give you all the praise, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.